Welcome to the Chroma Global Technologies podcast. We are here today with Damian Wojcikowski, who started his career as a capital market analyst in the tech sector, who has been specializing in the cannabis space for about seven years now. Welcome, Damian. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks, Kathleen. Great to be here. Before we get started, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself and how you came to Chroma, and then we'll go to the questions. Great. Uh, so as Kathleen, as you mentioned, uh, I came to the cannabis space by way of being a tech uh, tech analyst in a, a variety of investment banks, uh, starting in the dot-com era and all the way through the dot-com hangover and beyond. <clears throat> I began getting inbound calls from people saying, so uh, what do you know about pot in around 2014 when the MMPR came out? And since then, I've been helping companies in the actual licensed part of the industry, as well as companies that are adjacent or serving uh, the cannabis space. But I've helped three uh, com companies uh, achieve their cultivation license. I've gone through the application process. We've taken companies public in the space. Uh, and I've generally seen most of what ha has happened in the industry up to now. So I come to Chroma uh, with that background uh, and to help Chroma with communications, investor relations matters, raising of capital and strategic management uh, direction, directional aspects of the company. Super. Thanks very much for that. Uh, I'm going to ask you if you can give us an introduction to Chroma, the milestones it's achieved, and what separates Chroma from other companies in the cannabis space in Canada. I like the fact uh, that you ended that with uh, that other companies in the cannabis space, because I'd like to First and foremost, say that Chroma is an industrial technology company, not a cannabis company. Chroma has a patented chromatography extraction process, which is of high value to the hemp and cannabis industry. And so Chroma has at times been miscategorized as, as a cannabis company itself, but really as an te industrial tech company in the cannabis space. Chroma is allowing for low-cost production of CBD extracts, along with THC and other cannabinoid derivatives which will help drive Cannabis 2.0, which we'll talk about a little bit more, hopefully. In terms of Cannabis 2.0, I specifically mean the next wave of cannabis-related products, which include things like foods and beverages, so edibles, beauty products, and health and wellness-type-oriented products that we'll see coming from the industry right now and going forward. Uh, in terms of milestones, uh, since over the last couple of years of my involvement with Chroma, I would, I would highlight these as the most important and significant milestones. Firstly, we became revenue positive in the second quarter of 2020 this year uh, through our sales efforts of CBD into Europe from our, part, our, our uh, production partner in China. Uh, we've signed a shareholder agreement with Hexo that governs our future JV plans with Hexo. Uh, we are in the process of delivering and funding the first extraction JV in Belleville, Ontario with Hexo to support Hexo's partnership with Molson Coors and their efforts in Cannabis 2.0. Uh, in addition, we've signed a purchase agreement for equipment with a company called Ecoland, which is gonna be engaged in cannabis remediation in California. And we will be privy to a royalty uh, cash flow stream from that agreement. So those are two tangible agreements and milestones that we've achieved. On top of which we're in active discussions on several fronts in Canada and the USA for similar types of JV arrangements, which we hope to be able to announce uh, over the coming six to 12 months. I'd like to just say that Chroma is different from your traditional licensed producer in the cannabis space because of the fact that we have no cultivation risk. We're not growing crops that may fail or may be deemed to be uh, not in compliance with regulation. 
we have low capital requirements with our JV model and with the fact that we are the uh, we are not the actual manufacturer, but we bring the manufacturing program to our customer. And thirdly, we develop a unique package of value, which includes our intellectual property and our partnerships in the supply chain and in the licensing world. So it should prove quite valuable as a company for Chroma going forward. Super. What are the differences in valuations from the peak of the cannabis run and now? And where do you see Chroma on that scale? What about market timing and timing for investment in Chroma? Sure. So, you know, I want to go back to talking about the fact that, uh, uh, you know, this is a new industry. Uh, and in the early stages, like 2014 and forward, we saw what we might have characterized as a land grab, except that, you know, the barriers to entry now have been largely erased and it's fairly easy for a company to get licensed if they're competent enough to do so. So in the early stages, we saw negative cash flows. We saw a lot of money coming into the sector and some frothy valuations just like dot-com in, in the mid to late 90s. I would say that the post-legalization period after October of 18 was the reckoning where the wheat is separated from the chaff and that's where we're kind of into that stage right now in the sense that a lot of companies have gone away, gone bankrupt, been acquired. Uh, there's been a rationalization of the industry. and we're, But we have to remember that we're seeing improvement. We're seeing year-over-year -year growth in, in demand. And we're seeing new products come on the market. We're seeing lower-cost, so-called black market busting uh, pricing in some of, the, some of the areas here. So that's the reckoning. The future is the Cannabis 2.0 time where we start seeing more product categories. And most importantly, we start seeing the mainstreaming and if you will, the destigmatization of cannabis as a consumer product, as a mainstream product. That's where you're gonna see the price and value capture from cannabis companies and products start to rise. And we'll start to see more profitable models that can scale because of this mainstream aspect of it. I think that's where we're going next. And I think Chroma is a key player in that space because of the enablement of low-cost production of ingredients for that space. Super. That's really informative. Thank you. Could you please speak briefly on the estimates of Chroma's revenue from the Hexo joint venture? Sure. So the, the Hexo joint venture uh, is, uh, is planned to be a thousand kilogram per shift processing capacity, which gives the company an annual production capacity of over 40 tons of extract. The main drivers here, of course, are what you, what you are able to achieve in terms of production in the year and what you can sell that for. And so right now we're seeing pricing in the $3,000 plus per kilogram for pure CBD uh, isolate, for example, uh, in the wholesale market. Our, our numbers of 70 to 80 million estimated uh, for, the, for that joint venture in terms of revenue capacity come from taking that 3,000 down to 1,500. So taking a 15% haircut in pricing and what we, th we think that that's a natural way that this market has to evolve because of the industrial scale potential of this kind of equipment. Wow, that's great to know. Um, do you have any comments before we sign off here? Sure. Uh, you, we talked about, you know, what, what the valuations looked like. And, and it's, it's fun to return back to the dot-com model because it went through the same kind of bubble as we saw in cannabis, where we saw the you know, the excitement at the beginning turned to a mania and then the inevitable crash and the hangover. But the guys who've survived that dot-com bubble who are around right now are now the megacorps in tech. And, you know, similarly, 
as this industry enters into its mainstream phase and we start to see that proliferation, proliferation of products, I think we're, in terms of where Chroma fits in into the capital markets and investment opportunity potential, I think we're in that, let's say, third to fourth inning of that next much more powerful wave of market growth and, and market development in the cannabis space. And I think Chroma is going to participate in that as a vital component in creating that low cost infrastructure. Damien, thank you so much for joining us today. I really learned a lot, and I hope our listeners did as well. You can find out more information at our website, www.chromaglobaltech.com, or email us to info at chromaglobaltech.com. Thanks again for joining us. Good day.